Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Try Jesus. If this is your first time joining us, it's great to have you with us. I would like to thank all the new members for joining Try Jesus and listening to um, Pastor Todd's sermon here on Speaking God's Word podcast. What times are we living in today? No, I'm not speaking about all the brothers and sisters in Christ who have become members of Try Jesus. No, I'm speaking about the sign of of the times. How do you view things in America? How do you view things going on around the world? Do you believe we are living in turbulent times? Or do you believe we are living in jubilant times? The Pharisees and Sadducees came to Jesus asking him to show them a sign from heaven. Jesus rebuked them, calling them hypocrites. They could determine the sky for rain, but they were blind to who Jesus was. Jesus mentioned Jonah in relation to predicting his death and resurrection. Like the religious leaders, many people are oblivious to the moral decay in our nation. Many are more concerned with their heads in the sky, that is climate, than they are about lawlessness and their communities. When people begin to call good evil and evil good, it's time for a spiritual wake-up call. Amen? In spite of how bleak things look, those who have a living relationship with Jesus can turn to his powerful words of protection. Please read for encouragement Psalms 37 and Nahum 1. God is still in complete control over evil dictators. No person, family, or nation on earth can defy God the Almighty, the creator of all the universe, and get away with it. Amen? Let's look to our God who reigns supreme this morning. Heavenly Father, thank you this morning for gathering many hearts around the nation, seeking your presence. Lord, we need your uplifting encouragement today. O God, open our hearts, eyes, and ears to receive your divine truth in their spirit. Show your magnificence and intercede against the enemy of their soul. Lord, prove to the evil that is against them that when you are for them, no one can harm them. Lord, be their strength, shield, guidance, deliverance, and salvation today. Remove them from their desperation and hopelessness from warring nations. This morning, take their lives and rearrange it so that it fits your idea of victory. Help them to stand as pillars during despairing times. Give them thoughts of your glorious hand holding them in your power. Take any despair and turn it around. Use it for your glory and make them stronger because of it. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. As the Spirit of God promptings continue, this could be considered part two as we follow His Word together. May the Lord's name stand alone as we continue to be transformed by His power that works in every believer. Did you know that God has always had a plan? Did you know that God is never caught off guard? Did you know that God has already seen your beginnings and endings? Did you know that in all of God's omniscience, omnipotence, and omnipresent, that He still allows choice on your part to surrender to this overwhelming presence and power? 
God never forces his intentions on you. His son Jesus is the greatest gentleman to ever live on this planet. Any woman looking for how herself or daughter should be treated in a relationship should look no further than how Jesus treated his people. He is the perfect groom for every woman on this earth. But looking to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior comes with high standards attached with it. His love is beyond defining, but God comes with amazing attributes, many beyond our understanding. The more we draw closer to God, the more He will always draw closer to us. But it must be on His terms. It's called holiness. Moses needed to understand this from the very beginning. Moses was, was about to go through a change. Their relationship started from the ground he stood on to show his glory. God had examined and saw the heart of Moses. He was meekful and focused. If Mo in Moses we see an outstanding personality shaped by God. He took Moses' characteristics and molded them until they were suited to his purposes. We can see all who God is in his handling an entire nation. We can see God is infinite. He is self-existing without origin. God is immutable. He never changes. God is self-sufficient. He has no needs. God is omnipotent. He is all-powerful. God is omniscient. He is all-knowing. God is omnipresent. He is always everywhere. God came and comforted Elijah with encouragement. This should bring deep comfort to Christians who struggle with their loneliness and deep sorrow. God is always near us, closer than our thoughts. God is wise. He is full of perfection. Having wisdom is more than just head knowledge. Your thinking without the mind of Christ is the same as a bowl of mush. A truly wise person is someone who understands all the facts and makes the best decisions. A wise person uses his heart, soul, and mind together with the word of God as his guide. Some people think that they can have wisdom without reading the Bible. They are easy targets for deception and headed for a fall. God is faithful. He is infinitely and unchangingly wrapped in truth. How many times has your faith been tested? How many times have you, have you failed to trust God? God remains faithful even when we are faithless. God is full trustworthy. You can trust him with your whole life. The rich young ruler couldn't let go of the very thing that squeezed everything right he was attempting to do. In 2023, you just have to let go and let God. God is good. God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. Have you said this before in a prayer or statement? Does it come from the deep reservoir of your heart? God takes pleasure in being good to us. Yes, good people do suffer. Have you ever read the book of Job and studied how Job came and still and and came out still trusting God? Do you trust God only in the good times? 
God is just. He is infinitely and unchangingly right. He is perfect in every way. His son Jesus is also perfect in every way. The Holy Spirit is perfect in every way. God is always good towards men in applying justice. His judgment is fair and perfect. His doctrine of justification and redemption is seen through Christ's work and atonement. Justice is not violated but satisfied when God spares a sinner. God is merciful. He is perfectly wrapped in compassion and kindness. Because of mercy, we don't get what we deserve. Instead, because of the mercy of God, we get life through faith in Christ. You can find out about the mercy of God all through the book of Psalm. The fact that people wake up from life, living a life of crime, moral decay, decay, and evil intentions, and yet still breathe and walk around, shows God's mercy. But judgment still awaits. God is gracious. God is forever wanting to spare the guilty. If mercy is not getting what we do deserve, which is damnation, grace is getting what we don't deserve, which is eternal life. Believers and non-believers go through life enduring the same elements of a fallen world. While all all of humanity benefits from common grace, only those who profess believe and put their faith in Jesus receive saving grace. Jesus taught us how to project hospitality to all his creation. God is a respecter of persons. God wants us to carry this loving grace in our hearts towards our neighbors. God is loving. This statement is used so flippantly by those on both sides of the incorrect coin. Some emphasize God is too loving to send someone to hell. Others will state that God is a anything-goes kind of God. But because God is pure love, His love is also wrapped in holiness. Without it, no one shall see the Lord. God so loved the world that it moved Him to send His only Son to redeem us from eternal separation. The love of God is eternal, unchanging, and infinite. Because God is holy, he cannot allow unregenerated spirits, which is dying in sin, to enter into heaven. Hence the words of Jesus, you must be born again. God is holy. He is full of glory. You or I could not see the fullness of his glory and survive it. We would die immediately. See Revelation 1, 10 through 18. The words went backwards in John 18 through 4 come from Greek word apertomai. The word fell is the Greek word pipto, which means to fall. It was used often to depict a person who fell so hard it appeared that he fell dead or like a corpse. Something to remember about God's holiness. It is filled with unlimited power. There were approximately 300 to 600 Roman soldiers and others had all come laden with weapons, swords, and clubs to capture Jesus. After his resurrection, Jesus spoke this word. And Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. 
per Matthew 28, 18. The word holy means set apart, sacred, revered, or divine. Paul wrote about Jesus conquering all evil. Born again believers are also commanded to live above reproach and be holy. Some people continually misunderstand holiness and perfection. Because we are flawed and not perfect, we cannot be God. But God has set a standard for us to reach. Since he is perfectly moral, good, and just without any corruption, he sets the standard for morality. That is why Christians strive for holiness. God expects us to imitate him by following his high moral standards. We step towards it daily, knowing we cannot get there until we see Jesus face to face and enter the joy of the Lord. The Greek word strive, athelo, means to struggle to compete for a prize, to make great efforts to achieve or obtain something, to contend with an adversary, to fight and labor feverently, to contend with adversaries. Striving for something worthwhile takes effort and work. Whatever happened to self-discipline, living a life pleasing to God in a corrupt world takes commitment and discipline. God is glorious. God is beyond a visual portrait. He is beyond defining. His glory leaves us speechless. We can only stand in awe of his image. Imagine all that the people in heaven see on a daily basis. Don't you envy until you get there? We see a rainbow in the sky and marvel at its beauty. God's glory is far above that. His radiance and beauty emanate from all that his is and all that he does. Our whole existence and purpose is to glorify him. Now that I have listed all the amazing attributes of God, it was done to build a foundation on which to see his vetting standard compared to ours. Question. Would you allow a stranger to come to your home, unload their stuff, and move in? We will discuss the vetting process of God um, in part two of Pastor Todd's sermon next time. But until then, may God bless you and keep you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.
is an invitation to join in the celebration and every generation come and lift up your song we go from glory to glory walking testimonies and as we tell our stories we will overcome the day.